Welcome to the Serious Social podcast, created by the straight-talking social media experts at Immediate Future. Don't wait for lockdown to lift. Conduct your brand planning now. This episode was recorded live on Facebook on Friday the 17th of April 2020. Stating the obvious, the first half of this year, numbers have taken a bit of a kicking through no fault of your own. The global crisis we're all facing is having a huge impact on businesses right now. It's affecting all of us. There are those that have been affected more. Our friends in the travel industry are really suffering right now, but um, friends have been furloughed. and People that we've worked with have been, been furloughed. It's, it's affecting many, many people right now. And hopefully the economy can bounce back very quickly so that we can get as many of those people uh, back into work as um, at all possible. I want to be talking today about how you can ready your brand for when post-lockdown lifts. And it's important for a couple of reasons. One, we heard yesterday lockdown continues for another three weeks. There'll be those that are just putting pause, pressing pause on everything right now and kind of waiting to see what happens with all of that, rather than realising um, the planning to take a big proposition to market and collecting that content and shaping it and strategically making it sound, that can take about six to eight weeks. So the question I put to you is, do you want to be the boardroom that when lockdown is lifted, you're in a position where you can hit go? We're starting to get back to a bit of normality and you just press a button to say go on a campaign and the content goes out and you start to avail on the opportunities that will be there in the second half of this year. The economy will come back. It might take some time, but it will come back. The government are doing a lot to put it up. Or do you want to be the business that waits for lockdown to be lifted before you start discussing any of this. And just to put that into context, if you wait another, I don't know, five, six weeks um, before you start discussing what, what's going on, and then you start um, your, your planning exercise, you could be 12, 14 weeks away from getting content out. Meanwhile, those that have been on the front foot that have actually been looking at ways in which they can drive forward the business now and hit the ground running when opportunity comes, they will be capitalizing on opportunities possibly a month or two ahead of you. Really important stuff. So what are we going to be looking at? Well, specifically, I'm going to be talking about why your mentality needs to change, what it needs to change, and how we're going to embed that within the, the business. Then we're going to take that new mentality into some brand planning, and we're going to talk about the four classic stages of brand planning. Strictly speaking, you should bring a business or a consultant in to run this for you. There's some uh, moderating that needs to be done. You need to get an unbridled opinion out of your team. But whether you did this uh, four weeks ago, four years ago, the economy, the market has changed, your planning needs to too, and you can do these over video at the moment. It's about getting opinion from the workforce and the wider audiences. We're going to talk about those four phases. Then we're going to talk about what that means, how you take it forward. And I'm going to be sharing some intellectual property we would normally reserve for customers around the buying cycle and what that means for, for content. If you're C-suite leadership, marketing exec, this one is for you. Where do we start? There's normally seven areas of business growth. When we've got a brand challenge or an economic challenge, we would look at market penetration, market expansion, new product development. Uh, new product development into a new market, of course, that has um, greater challenges with the unknown of the market you're going into. Strategic partnerships, uh, where you get together with uh, like-minded rival businesses to deliver um, key solutions. We've got some of our customers, Fujitsu, do this with the likes of um, Citrix, um, NetApp, and so on and so forth. 
joint ventures where rival businesses come together, set up a new organization and go and deliver solutions or of course company acquisitions. Needless to say, many of those will be off the table right now because of what's going on with the economy. So we are focusing today on market penetration and market expansion, where to start mentality. Right now, irrespective of what you've done before, irrespective of um, how well you've been doing as a business, you need a challenger brand mentality. Why is that important? Well, if you go back to the playbook, and I copied it verbatim this morning to get this right, a challenger brand is a brand uh, in an industry where it's neither the market leader nor a niche brand. In fact, a challenger brand is categorized by a mindset that uh, sees they have business ambition beyond conventional resources and an intent to bring change to an industry. That should be every organization right now. You should be looking at what you've done before and saying, okay, that was great, but the economy's changed, the market's changed, society has changed, our planning has to fundamentally change with it. We need to consider what we've done before as um, not being what we do going forward and we need to explore new channels. For example, our friends in out-of-home advertising right now, they're having a torrid time of it, aren't they? They People at home, you know, typically at home, the numbers just aren't there for, for out-of-home delivery at the moment, they're struggling. So you have to be looking at the channels where it's working. TV is one for, for sure, but in the rise of demand, television, people are able to skip through adverts. Right now, social media really has come to the front. And without giving too much away, there are some reports my brilliant colleagues in the media future have been working on only this week that will be coming out very soon that actually evidence the obvious. We know social media usage is up because of, of lockdown, no surprise there. But there's some really interesting data coming out, which is showing a quarter of us, as a result of everything we've been going through, we need uh, more trust in the purchases we're making. I'll be talking shortly about what that means in your buying cycle and how you have to ladder a little bit of content to it. But first, the brand planning exercise. There's four phases to brand planning. So, sorry, you've got your challenger brand mentality. You're prepared to do things differently. You've prepared to accept that what you've done before isn't how you're going to do things going forward. Now you go into a brand planning exercise. No rules to this. You get many, many people together, and you can do it over video call. Leadership, um, people from within teams, you need unbridled, um, undirected information. You should have somebody that can marshal this for you, a moderator or a business consultant in that's able to put, normally you have charts up on the wall with matrices, but you can do this over video and conferencing. You can share screen to actually show the matrices. But essentially, you're gonna dig in to every aspect um, of the brand. So phase one, Deep dive business review. This is where you dig into every aspect of the brand category, consumers, channels, competitors, and we surface our old marketing friend, the SWOT. Yep, strength, weaknesses, opportunity, threats. We look at it all. We start detailing what we believe, where the business is at, where the opportunities are, where the new threats have come from, where our rival businesses are, the channels that customers are going to operate in, the needs, the desires, the wants, you get all of that out on the table. And then people that know how to run brand planning workshops will start to organize that into a bit of a narrative, likely to focus on your, um, your strengths, the opportunities with a touch towards the threats. Some of those threats are things that the, the, the business needs to understand so you can actually start to craft barriers to market or um, look to turn the, the threat into an opportunity. There are various uh, business things that you, you can be, be doing. 
you take all that information, then you start to look at your brand positioning. And step two on brand positioning would be where you start to decide on your uh, consumer profile, both the rational and the emotional benefits. And you try to narrow your um, to a brand position or a brand statement. And we would normally have this as an overarching message, probably internal at this stage, but an overarching mantra which hangs everything together that all of your activity, all of your comms can hang from and sit underneath, ensuring that what you are going external with as a collective of messages, as a collective of stories, they strategically resonate to the overarching message, which is aimed at taking you in your newfound direction as a business. Once you've got that, now look at phase three of brand planning. And this is where you, um, you build on the business review uh, and you start to build a plan that lays out the brand vision, the brand purpose, the goals, um, key issues, strategies, and tactics. Here's the thing. Normally, you would look to shape a five-year own plan off of the, the back of this. Right now, I think you should be narrowing that to a three-year plan, well, a three-year roadmap, rather, and a detailed one-year plan with those fixed goals. So uh, if we're coming out of lockdown four or five weeks' time and slowly getting back to a period of normality, you might have to look at a, a, a year within the calendar that maybe runs August to August and spans a couple of financial years. So there are some challenges that you need to address internally, but you need to be looking at what your milestones for year one is going to be. And this is where your challenger brand status comes back because you're into year one. Those entrepreneurial flair, the entrepreneurial spirit that your forefathers or foremothers built your organization upon, you need to be getting back to some of that, that spirit. Once you've got your brand plan, you can then start looking at your marketing execution plan. And this is where you get your big idea set up. You align content to the funnel or the loop. And I'll explain why that's important in just a moment. And then you start to phase and create those customer touch points based on all that information that you've just um, collected over a, a few day period and shaped into some sort of um, uh, purpose, a, a direction that you're going to use. And I would break this down based on initially looking at what's the hole in your numbers, what's the definite deficit from COVID-19, where do you need to get back to? Milestone one should be getting yourself back onto your firm footing. And then milestone two, the, the undoubted growth that can come your way off the, the back of it. So to recap, step one, brand. Uh, step one is the deep dive business review. Step two, brand positioning. Step three is where you look at the brand plan. And step four is the marketing execution plan. So now you start to understand why I'm saying do this now because that's gonna take some time, isn't it, to get to the fundamentals of your marketing plan before you've even gone and designed content, before you've even written copy, before you've considered what needs to go online into social, what social channels you're using and why. All of that takes time to set up and takes time to, to, to consider and, and get your ducks in a row. So by starting your brand planning now, you're bringing forward the tangible opportunity for you to connect with your customers in a way that is gonna benefit them first, benefit your organization financially second, and that's a win-win, isn't it? So let's talk about the funnel or the loop. So whether you're a B2B organization or whether you're a consumer brand, the buying cycles are largely the same. And um, I, I, I've spoken on this many times, um, both on TV or, or um, at conferences, 
I really believe there is no difference to the buying cycle for a B2C mindset and that of a B2B. It's just B2B uses a funnel that we drill people down. And in the consumer markets, largely we use the McKinsey loop, which is a cycle. But here's the bit. You start with, and step one is brand awareness, where an organization becomes known to a customer or prospect. Then you've got the consideration phase. Step two, which is where we start to consider um, the, the purchase cycle. Now, if you're a high value tech brand, you are likely to have a large consideration phase. If you're a low value uh, consumer product that trades on impulse to buy, you're gonna have a shorter consideration phase, but the consideration phase exists. That then takes us to the moment of purchase or as some say the trigger. And then after that, you've got the loyalty loop, which brings um, customers back to the brand, whether that's uh, utilizing uh, adjacency marketing, um, uh, helping to speak to our customers about other offerings that we've got or other products and services that, that may resonate, or whether that's add-ons to their existing own product. So a lot of brands forget about the loyalty loop. They kind of focus on getting the transaction and then they forget about the next phase and they rely on just email loyalty and um, tactics to, to perform what Honestly, it should be an integrated exercise across a number of your, your, your communication channels. I mentioned earlier that there's some data coming out showing a quarter of us are, um, I don't know whether we're more cynical, but the data shows that um, we need greater trust in purchases. So translated, that means there's a longer consideration phase. So if you're a brand that's had a single post or a single advert going out that you just bought media against for your awareness exercise and then you've had just a whole myriad of tactical stuff going out buy now buy now buy now i can tell you now that tactically that is very flawed and it's not going to step up it's not going to stack up to what um customers i want buyers try look you're going to transact you're going to get numbers i'm not saying you won't but if you change the approach if you look strategically at how you communicate and when you communicate your numbers will go up. Please test me on this, try me on it, give me an honest run, and I will prove to you, we will prove to you in the immediate future, that this will benefit your organization commercially. You need to create content based on the stages of the funnel or the cycle. You need awareness content. You need content that waves to your customers and prospects. It says, hey, look at us, we're over here, we can help you. We have a mantra within uh, immediate future. Here's the first piece of intellectual property I'm gonna share with you today, sleepless nights. And no, I don't mean solving amnesia um, in the literal sense. We look at customers and what are the sleepless nights that the brand's product or service solves? So um, for example, um, you need to create content for the awareness stage and it won't just be one post, it won't be one ad set. You need to think about all the different entry points, going back to your brand planning, all the different entry points that your customers um, have, where they undertake them, how they undertake them, and how did your product or service solve problems? For a jumper, it could be keep you warm, for example, maybe something that you wanna do with that. In the tech world, the innovations coming through with artificial intelligence, what are the fundamental problems that's solving? Everyone knows AI is innovative and breakthrough. We all understand that. But what are the fundamentals that it's solving and why? Create content around those solutions. I promise you it will resonate more with your audience and you'll get more engagement and um, future transactions. But you've got awareness stage content. The content that says, hi, yeah, we're here. You didn't know us, but we can help you. You've then got your consideration phase content. 
the consideration phase in old school sales mantras they're the touch points the five handshakes or calls or meetings that need to take place so we remember a brand and for goodness sake i'm not saying go and spam customers with five emails or tweets and updates in the next 24 hours doing that would have the um, opposite effect and you'll be switched off. There needs to be a phase approach of distributing this content. But this is the consideration phase and in immediate future, we call this nudge nurture. You need to nudge nurture your audience to the point of purchase, the transactional point. And at the transactional point, you can start to bring in that content that says, um, this is how you buy, this is where you go to click, whether that's linked through to a basket via um, vendors or distribution networks, or whether it's how to get in contact with a consultant or team to talk about proposition or service. Maybe some of your webinar, if you're a B2B brand, some of your webinar and some of your um, reports and white papers have already been doing a great job within the consideration phase, but is there something you can hold back to tip them over to the point of purchase? This is what we mean about laying down a strategic nudge nurture comms plan. But that has to align, taking it right back to the purpose of this live, to the brand planning, what your customers are doing, their emotions, their traits, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, the third element, as I said, is the moment of purchase. Don't, please don't overdo this. Uh, you're nodding towards the buy now. If people really want to buy your brand and your product, I promise you, we're all smart individuals. We will figure out how to use the internet. We'll pick up the phone. So this is a slight nod, making it easier. So don't go OTT with call to actions on social. It has um, uh, an adverse effect. I talk a lot about uh, social media at the moment. As I may have mentioned a few moments ago, some of the data that's coming out, uh, it just underlines the usage that we're all putting onto social right now. It is a place that is being seen by, by everyone. So social media right now, and going forward, needs to be a key part of your, your marketing plan. Because although lockdown might be lifted and we might start to get back to a period of normality, there's still going to be a lot of people working from home for quite a period of time to come. This is our new normal. So you need to adjust your comms plans to resonate with that. Last bit, I mentioned it briefly earlier, um, the loyalty loop. This is content with, that can bring customers back to your, your, your brand. So give real thought to how you're doing that and how you're bringing them back. Start to bring in some discovery content that either goes through the adjacency marketing I spoke about or other reasons that you can add on. Any questions about today, I'm mindful in 20 minutes, which is long for a Facebook Live, I've brushed over a very important strategic element, but the key message right now, change your mentality, get back to challenger brand um, status, forget what you've done, throw it out the window and start afresh, start afresh with brand planning today and plan for how you can hit the ground running in about six to eight weeks time when lockdown is off and you will capitalize against your nearest and dearest throughout the second half of this year and hopefully your business can not only survive but start to thrive as we turn the year going into the new financial year. I hope that's helped. Please ask any questions. Otherwise, we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. If you're after more know-how to break the social boring, subscribe now and check out the show notes for links to our website and social profiles.